starting from the website if you draw a pie chart or a tree or you know like just draw something that you can have a, like a diagram or even a box diagram and say okay website is at the top and then you have let's say a tree and you have let's say three or four you can say youtube pinterest linkedin instagram for example and then under them you want to make sure that each of them have a link to your blog right so when you have a blog i can even say website blog and then social media or you can do that and reverse it back because when you have a blog on your site and this is what i've been doing for my clients even before i got onto this amazing podcast episode is when you have a blog you have digital real estate i don't mind spending two three hours on a blog that i know in two years from now i'm still benefiting the fruits of my labor i spent in two hours because when you have a blog and your blog is supposed to have something called inbound and outbound links or internal and external links whereby you're leading people to other web pages on your site or you're leading them to external sources that you're also on so if you have a blog and you're talking about something specific to your business now you want to write those pieces of information having semantically indexed keywords where you can be able to do that on research which we help you do keyword research make sure your heading tags are great make sure you have a great call to action and then have your instagram let's say you did an instagram carousel or an instagram video pull that data from your instagram and take it to your blog because you don't own instagram.com it's a website we use it as an app but it's not our own we don't own it we own our content but we don't own the platform but you own your website you own your content and you own your domain so if you're able to make sure that google can signal to instagram that you have something that's on their platform to yours then you're gaining that popularity over time and that's the reason why when we read the news when we look at you know an artist just dropped their song today and you click on the blog the first thing you see is the title they give you some few information backstory then you boom you see a youtube video embedded or you see uh instagram embedded or you see a twitter card connected that's because once you click on that image or you click on that that embedded data it's going to directly pull information and take you straight to the app straight to the website and straight to that post not even to your profile so that shows you the power of social sharing if you're able to do that and then repurpose that same information you can say five steps for branding and you put those five steps in 30 seconds now you transcribe that into a blog now you send that blog to your social media and then on social media they have a link back to your website in three months if you're doing this consistently at least once a week you can be far ahead of someone that who is doing it three times a day on instagram and not posting it somewhere where they own wow wow that that's that, that's definitely a lot so um i definitely appreciate you um taking us through that journey um so that leads me to ask you know so let's say I'm a, I'm a new entrepreneur, a new business owner. You know, I want to start growing my business. Uh, I want to get, you know, a larger audience. What will be the first step in terms of marketing? Where should I start from? In terms of marketing, if you have a new business, there are two things that I need you to also think about as you're thinking about starting your business. One, if your business is service-based, I highly recommend that you have a website and have a work email so that you can have access to a platform called Trustpilot. So if you go to business.trustpilot.com, you can easily get reviews done for you 
so that you can be able to gain momentum because when you have reviews as a business let's say your business has been 100% referral or 99.9% word of mouth you want to make sure that the people who are talking about you can see what you're talking about on a platform that you can be able to justify which is google or trustpilot if you're a product-based business also be on trustpilot but if you have a brick and mortar i would say make sure you have a google business profile even if you don't have a website have it there let's say you don't have the money to create a website go to linkedin create a creator profile account on linkedin and start doing newsletters start you know doing articles there link them to your social media channels inside those articles the reason why it's important for you to do those internal and external linking is because those links have power to connect back to the source which is your name your business so when you have a website your website is going to be the core foundation for your marketing and when you have a website that is strong whether you're using it on wix squarespace wordpress whatever platform you're using it on maybe it's custom css you want to make sure that by the time your website goes live you want to connect your website to something called the google search console that is a free tool every website owner should be able to acquire because google gives it out for free i know most people talk about google analytics and i'm, I'm sure if you follow the trends and if you're into that marketing world you'll know that they are changing it from that to GA4. But when you think about Google Search Console, that's another way of saying, this is how Google will find my website. It's like, imagine if you have a house or you have a business or you have an operating facility and somebody wants to come to your store, somebody wants to buy something from your business. But if they look online and they can't find the GPS to your location and they live 30 minutes away, there's no way they can come to you because there's no GPS, there's no route. So the same thing for your website. If you have a website connected to Google so that Google can give it to the right person that's looking for you. And once you set it up, of course, you're not going to see ranking overnight, but if you have blogs, if your website has pictures, if you have social media links, if you have content that has been able to be done over time and you bring it into your website, trust me, in two to three months, you will see tremendous uptick in traffic People will start calling you. People will start reaching out to you without even you having to lift a finger or spend money on ad or advertising in general because those are things that you want to do after you've set that foundation. So to your question, to answer your question, to make sure that somebody has a strong marketing platform, the first thing they need to do is to make sure they have a strong website with a domain, a work email so that you can be considered professional and also have a website that can be able to be found on Google search. Oh, okay. So let's, so let's say we have the, you have the website, you know, we create a domain, you know, let's say for example, in this example, dominantceo.com, right? I have that. So how do I go about, you know, you mentioned keyword and SEOs. Can you go more into details um, how that will affect, you know, dominantceo website, uh, website being shown on Google, any browser? Great question. So I would say there are four or five, but I'll list all five, but majorly there are four quadrants for keyword search, keyword intent. There are informational keywords, there are navigational keywords, there are commercial keywords, there are transactional keywords, and then there are investigational keywords, which is a bonus. 
So I'll explain this so that you can also Google this for yourselves and see what this means, but I'll give you a broken down uh, version. Now, informational keywords is like, for example, how to tie a tie or how to make jollof rice or, you know, like things that people like will search for that has information based and you will get a result, either an article, either a recipe, either a book, you'll get an, an article, a video, you'll get something because it has given you a result. The navigational keyword is now where you're looking for something specific. Let's say login, um, Gmail login, for example. Now, when you type in Gmail login, you'll get a result on Google and it'll tell you, here's how you sign up, you're gonna sign in. That's navigational because you're going to a direct link. Commercial is more like, um, I can say, uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Instagram versus Pinterest, for example, or athletic shoes versus running shoes, or um, um, I can say, I'm just thinking at the top of my head, what could be um, a, an option that you could use? Um, yeah, you can use another option, let's say Airbnb versus hotel, which is better for my trip. So I'm just giving you random examples to show you how people search, but they don't know how they're searching because they don't know what those terms are, but we do them every day without even realizing. And then transactional keywords are like buy Nike shoes or buy plane ticket, you know, or, or best tickets for October, for example. Now, when you get those keywords, when you see the word best, when you see the word top, those are commercial because when you think about commercial, you're commercializing something. You're giving something value to. You're looking for the best shoes in town. You're looking for the best trips to go to. You're looking for the best vacation spots to go to. You know, you know, you're looking for those specific keywords. Transactional it means that I want to buy something today. If I'm looking for this specific product, I'm going to find it because it will be there. Now, investigational keywords is more so like how do you put them in listicles how can people find you maybe in let's say five steps to branding now you're going to get step one or let's say there are nine archetypes for branding or their branding archetypes these are the names you know you can find it that way and you're going to get results now for your website for you to choose which one to rank on you can rank for all of them because you can literally be selling something but before you sell it you need to inform them now if you're doing that consistently as a business and you're on your website and you're wondering where do I place these types of keywords, the best place to start is your homepage. Because on your homepage, your images, your text, your heading tags, your footer, your header, all of those things are going to have text on them. So if you have an FAQ, for example, at the bottom of your homepage explaining to people how this works, and let's say you're hate, and I'm going to go a little technical so that you guys can see it. Now, if it's FAQ, I'll write frequently asked questions and I'll put that in H3. Now that's a heading tag, H3, there's H1 to H6. H1 is more considered as the title of your book. H2 is like the subheading and then H3 is like the many parts or like let's say subparts of the subheading. Now, if you put H3 and then let's say H4 is question one, H2 or H4 is question two, H4 is question three, and you're answering those questions more so like people spend about four to five questions in the FAQ section. And if you do that on your site and then your homepage has your logo, make sure that you even all the images that you have on your site don't have photos that are above one megabyte. Recommended is about 500 kilobytes. 
You can use platforms like Compressor.io. You can use um, a platform like Handbrake, you know, to, you know, just minimize or tiny JPEG, I believe. You can be able to, or tiny PNG, one of the two. You can easily be able to compress your images if you don't have softwares to do that. And then when you upload them to your website, you want to rename the file. When you rename the file of your image, that is an SEO practice because you don't want your image to be IMG underscore 1110 because JPEG, we know it's a JPEG, but Google will not know what that is. But if you hyphenate and use the keywords like we talked about through keyword research and keyword research can easily come from platforms like Facebook, from Google, from Pinterest, from YouTube, just go on the search and see what people come as a result. What I, what I usually tell people to do is use the ABC method. And I use that on Pinterest a lot. So if you're looking for digital marketing, you can say digital marketing A. You get aesthetics, you get books, art books, you get artwork, digital marketing B, books, basics, you know, um, whatever the case may be. C, D, E, F, G, keep going like that. But the whole idea of what you're doing with your business online is to make sure that all your tags are published. Google can understand your images, understand your videos, understand your text, so that when people are searching for terms without searching your business name, you can show up on the top result of the search because you've been able to optimize your website. I know it sounds like a lot, but I know for a fact that if this is something you're dedicated to doing and investing within one to three months or even six months at the very least, you'll enjoy your business for the rest of your business cycle. And I'm talking about seven years, even if you turn into an IPO in seven years, you will still benefit those results because you paid, you, you paid attention to the groundwork and you built a foundation that you can be able to stand on and build links that can support your business going forward.